All right, I just want to read some scripture here. And uh, tonight's focus is going to be singing and prayer. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to be praying specifically for the revival tonight. Uh, many of you have some prayer requests. Uh, when we break up into our groups, you can pray. Pray for those prayer requests in your group. Uh, but we're going to stay focused, every group, uh, on the prayer request of ourselves and also the revival. I just want to read here uh, Psalm 63. O God, thou art my God. You know, we're here for God. We're here for him. That's our God. The world has their God. The world serves their God. We serve the true and living God. And it's okay uh, to uh, announce that. It's okay for people to know who your God is. We serve the God of the living, not of the dead. So your life ought to represent that you have life. You have abundant life. You're not dead. Uh, you're not depressed. You're not uh, full of woe is me. You're full of driving forward to be fruitful for God, driving forward to show this world who has true life, and that's God's people. That's our God. God is the God who created life. Uh, we're not Christians who are walking around in sackcloth and ashes. Amen? Our God rose from the dead, and we live rejoicing. And you ought to have a life of rejoicing. I know we go through hard times, but uh, though weeping may endure through that night, joy cometh in the morning. And there is still even a testimony when you do go through those hard times, a testimony of praise that... Uh, is still there deep down inside, that hope that passeth uh, understanding, that peace that passeth understanding, amen, that keeps our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Thou art my God, early will I seek thee. This is Psalm 63, verse 1. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. We learn to seek God too late when we get into the pit, when we get into problems, early. That means before our life is messed up, early, before um, we have uh, nothing left, amen? It's when we have something to offer our God. Our God is worthy to offer him the best, the best, the first fruits. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. That's in church. How many times have you felt where you didn't want to leave this building? When God came down and you felt the power of God in your life, you felt God personally move in your heart. You didn't want that to end, right? You didn't want to leave this building. You wish you could stay here. You wish you didn't have to go to work tomorrow. That's the glory of God. God gives you a little taste of the glory of God. And that feeling is going to be all for eternity in heaven when we're actually in his uh, presence, when we see him face to face. But even now, we can be in his presence. He wants to be here. He wants to be with you. And just as he has given you that taste, you ought to crave that every day. You ought not want that to leave. Moses said, if, if, if thy presence go not with me, Lord, I don't want to go. I don't want to take another step. I don't want to move any further in my life until I know you're going with me. 
until I know I'm headed in the right direction, until I know uh, that I'm putting you first. They settled that in his heart. Because thy love and kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. You think back and you ponder when your flesh deceives you into falling into sin or straying from God. You think back and remember the feeling of when you first turned your heart back to the Lord, the overwhelming peace that you had, right? Uh, that every, nothing else mattered. Finances didn't matter. Health didn't matter. That point where you said, Lord, I just want is you. Don't lose that. Nothing has changed. You keep that going. You keep firing that up. Think about what God has done in your heart, what God has done in your life and where he's brought you from. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. God makes his name known, the Bible says, even amongst the heathen. And we are on the winning side. Walk with the king. Don't allow God to escape your life. Get a hold of him. Make sure he's there with you each and every day. Make sure you're headed in his direction, the direction he wants you to go. And get down and settle in your heart. Lord, if, if you're not going this way, I don't want to go. I want to go your way. I, I want to do what you want me to do. I want to follow you. You are my God. And early, before anything else, I'm going to seek you. Amen. Let's sing another hymn. Girls, you got anything? Okay. All right, our first special on the sound system. Strong enough to say you 
song too. I want to read Psalm 69, some of it. Psalm 69. We break up into our prayer groups. We're going to pray. There's not going to be a rush. It's going to be at the end, so we're just going to pray. God answers prayer. It's more of us getting on God's page and walking with the Lord. 
we're uh, very stubborn people, prideful people. Um, all of us, me, everybody. That's, that's who people are. That's, nobody's exempt from that. Uh, God allows things to happen in each and every one of our lives to help with that uh, trials of our faith, amen, so forth. Psalm 69, this is a Psalm of David, and God uses sinners, amen. You, you read, da some people will read about men or women in the Bible and they'll say, oh, look, see, David murdered somebody, it's okay to murder. No, God uses sinners, amen. And people, oh, so-and-so did this, it's okay to, no. We know, and that's the whole thing. If you have to try to make excuses for why something is right, it's not right. What's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. If you have to convince yourself, not just once, but more than once, constantly, you know what I mean. Oh, it's okay that I'm doing this. No, it's not that. You need to drop it. I need to drop it. Everybody know what I'm talking about? It's, our, it's your flesh. It's called the deceitfulness of our flesh. Your, your flesh is deceiving you. Getting behind you, rubbing your shoulders. Oh, it's okay. You're, you need to do this. It's all right. Just relax. They don't know what you're going through. They don't understand your situation. It's okay. And the devil and your flesh team up and they get you to uh, fall into sin. Save me, O God, for the waters are come in unto my soul when we're drowning in something. I, verse 2, I sink in deep mire where there is no standing. I come into deep waters where the floods overflow me. I am weary of my crying. My throat is dried. My eyes fail while I wait for my God. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of mine head. They that would destroy me, being mine enemies wrongfully, are mighty. Then I restored that which I took not away. Verse 5. O God, thou knowest my foolishness, and my sins are not hid from thee. It takes a people to get everybody out of view and start being able to just focus on you and God. That's what all that matters, you and God. Try to focus on what God wants to tell you. Look deep down. Tonight we, want, we need to pray for, number one, if we want revival, we got to pray for any sin in our life. The Bible says it's our sin that separates us between us and God. Thank God he's merciful. Verse 7, because for thy sake I have borne reproach, shame hath covered my face. I am become a stranger unto my brethren and an alien unto my mother's children. Verse 9 starts, here we go with the prophecy of Christ. For the zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. And also we can bear witness with our Lord and walk in those steps. And the reproaches of them that reproach thee are fallen upon me. 
When I wept and chastened my soul with fasting, then was to my reproach. I made sackcloth also my garment. I became a proverb to them. They that sit in the gate speak against me, and I was the song of the drunkards. But as for me, my prayer is unto thee, O Lord. Nobody else, just him. In an acceptable time, O God, in the multitude of thy mercy, hear me in the truth of thy salvation. Deliver me out of the mire. That mire that he was speaking of in verse 2. Deliver me. Let me be delivered from them that hate me and out of the deep waters. Let not that water flood overflow me, which was talked about verse 1. Let the deep swallow me up, and let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. Hear me, O Lord, for thy love and kindness is good. Turn unto me according to the multitude of thy tender mercies, and hide not thy face from thy servant, for I am in trouble. Hear me speedily. There is a plea. We are in the last days. Lord is coming back. There has to be a fire set under each and every one of us. Uh, when has been the last time you told somebody about Christ? When has been the last time you prayed uh, fervently for somebody to get saved and followed up and, and asked uh, God to, to open their eyes and, and you try to lead somebody to the Lord? When has been the last time where you were so burdened to lead somebody to Christ, you're willing to do anything? Uh, when was the last time that you were willing to give up anything for God? Where God can just reach down and call your name and you were willing to just get up and go for him. Drop, drop your nets and follow the Lord. Are you a true disciple of Christ where Christ can just call on you and you can go? Are you willing to go? Are you willing to, uh, if the Lord were to come tonight and touch your uh, shoulder and say, come, I got plans for you? Or would you say, no, not so, Lord. I need to first, I need to go and I just bought houses and lands like they said in the word of God. Uh, I, I have family I have to take care of. And the Bible says, he that uh, taketh hold of the plow and looketh back is not fit for the kingdom of heaven. Do you have anything you're looking back on, or can God just call on you at any time? These are the things that we need to ask ourselves. If you want revival in your life, if we want revival as a church, you need to prepare your heart tonight. Tonight is a preparation time. Sunday uh, is our revival. It starts. And let me say this. If, if God brings revival in this church, this revival can spark and spread throughout all Philadelphia. You, you, you think you see the, uh, the, all the drug addicts on the street? They don't need no, uh, listen, I grew up with the D.A.R.E. program, drug-free zone and stuff, and look at what it turned into. It's, the world has no remedy for anything. They're nothing. Uh, the world has no answers. The world has no truth. There's only one truth, and that's this King James Bible right here, the Word of God. And when the Holy Spirit of God comes down, and start stirring up people, his, his people. It only takes one, and it takes a people to turn to God with all their hearts. Uh, you will see all of those. This has happened before throughout the ages. Uh, men like John Wesley, men who started uh, the, the Red Cross or, or, uh, and so forth. Preachers that just gave their lives 
uh, that it, it took a, uh, then a church to turn to God and get revived. And all the drunkards in, in the history, all the bars at one time in America shut down. That's brought out the prohibition where the women in, uh, from the churches would go out and lead the drunkards to Christ and then lead the bar owners to Christ. And one by one, all the bars were shutting down till it brought out that alcohol was illegal in the United States of America. Why? Because God's people started turning to the Lord and wind up getting many people saved. If this church would turn to God with all their heart, you'll find them. You'll see a Red Sea part. You'll see miracles done. We already have people turning to the Lord in this church. And works of God are being done. But as a whole, we don't need, this is even too many right here. We can take half of this crowd. We could take a quarter of this crowd and lead all Philadelphia to Christ. The Holy Spirit of God is powerful. If everyone here got filled with the Spirit of God, including myself, we would see some great works done. Sunday starts revival, but revival begins right now. As you prepare your hearts, first of all, is there any sin? Christ freed us from sin. He set us free. Are you willing to let it go? Are you willing to call it what it is? That's the number one thing. You got to confront your sin. Sin is sin. Sin is sin. Whatever you want to call it, if it's sin, it's sin. Whatever disguise you put on it, it's still sin. That sin is what's hurting you. That sin is worse than cancer. You're better off getting cancer, stage 10, than having that sin in your life. Sin is what brought all destruction in this world. And we are willing to play around with sin. We're fearful of disease, but sin is why we die. Wherefore, is by one man's sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. We're, fear, we're fear, more fearful of the effects of sin instead of being fearful of what causes all those things. Because we have all, all sin causes all these things, diseases and, and cancers and sicknesses and everything that we are fearful of, which leads to death, but by sin came death. Christ freed us from sin. We need to be willing to give up our sin. Sometimes we say bad habits, but if it's sin, it's sin. The Bible says to lay aside every weight which doth easily beset us. Being willing to pick up our, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ's cross and follow him. Pick it up and, and bear with him and walk with him. We want revival. Revival starts now. We need to pray for, number one, tonight our sin. Ask God to reveal and we don't need to have it revealed. We know what it is. We all know what our sin is. Uh, we just need to call it what it is. Ask God to help us with it. Number two, we need to pray 
uh, for salvation for people. The Bible says that the field is ready to harvest. Why aren't people getting saved? You know, the people dying and going to hell every couple seconds. Dying and going to hell. I wish hell was not real. I challenged God's word so many times. I said, God, why is hell real? Why? Maybe it's not. And I would read God's word, and, and God would constantly have to remind me that hell is a real place. It is not a place of uh, just darkness. It's a place of torture and torment for eternity. And there are people going there, and on Judgment Day, you will see people cast there. You will see loved ones, people you thought were saved. Oh, they're so good people. They talk about the Lord. Uh, let me say this. Just because you mentioned the name of the Lord Jesus Christ doesn't make you saved. Amen. Uh, even the devils uh, know God and they tremble, the Bible says. If you're not sure somebody's saved, you start talking about the Lord Jesus Christ to them. See how they react. I hear people say, oh, well, you know, I think they're saved. They, they're, they go to, they're, they're Catholic, and, and they talk about uh, things. Ask them what they believe about the Lord Jesus Christ. Start talking to them. And I will guarantee a lot of times they'll say, oh, well, uh, I just go by what the church says. They don't want to confess the Lord Jesus Christ. They don't want to talk about the Savior because they don't know him. But anyone that speaks of anyone that, whose spirit bears witness with the Lord Jesus Christ belongs to Christ, the Bible says. Challenge that person. Don't assume anybody's saved. I don't assume anyone is saved. You must challenge them. You must pray that they get saved. they got to have the spirit of God within. And when the spirit of God's within, you know they're saved. And the spirit of God will bear witness that they are a child of God. You need to pray for souls to get saved. Last one, we need to pray for revival. We need to pray for revival tonight. We need to pray for revival. God can do it. The last time uh, this nation has seen revival has been many years. And this land is grossly sick. Who is the answer? Christ is. Are you willing to sacrifice to lay down your life to see the Lord Jesus Christ lifted up? Are you willing, like the disciples were willing, are you willing, like the people in the Word of God and Acts were willing, to just do anything to see Christ lifted up? If you're not, you will never see revival in your life. you got to be willing to lay down your life and pick up the one Christ has for you. Lay your all on the altar and pick up what Christ has for you. People are, uh, have a hard time just coming out to church today. We are so far from serving God where people just have problems just doing the most simplest things. Not here. Not you guys here. Uh, thank God for you. It's obvious. But we need a revival. We're far from revival, but it can happen again. We're going to pray for revival. Let's pray for it. If there's any uh, sin in our lives, which all of us have, uh, get it right. Be willing for God to take it from you. Let's pray for salvation for people, and let's pray for revival.
Maybe you need to forgive somebody. Forgiveness. Maybe you need to uh, maybe have bitterness towards somebody. Whatever it is, you got to lay it down. Let's settle that tonight. Amen. We're going to sing another hymn, then we're going to go right into our prayer time. You have another one? No. Okay. All right, Brother John, you want to lead us in a hymn? Maybe revive us again. Four twelve, revive us again. Four twelve. We praise thee, O God, for the Son of thy love, for Jesus who died and is now gone above hallelujah thine the glory hallelujah amen hallelujah thine the glory revive us again verse 2 we praise thee O God for thy spirit of life who has shown us our Savior and scattered our night. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. All glory and praise to the Lamb that was slain. Who was born all our sin and has cleansed every stain. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. Revive us again. Fill each heart with thy love. May we so be rekindled with fire from above. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. Sing the chorus again. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. Revive us, Lord. Amen. Okay, we're going to go into our prayer time. And if you did have prayer requests, just pray with that uh, in your group. Amen. Um, but I want to add also, pray that somebody will come out with you. And if you're willing to invite them, uh, just ask them up front, you know, would you come to church with me Sunday? Pray for them. You say, uh, God doesn't do things like that. Yes, he does. God draws every single 
man, woman, and child on this earth to himself. We need to be uh, always in remembrance that God is at work. That's why we need to get with God, get on God's page. We will see thousands come to Christ. We really will. The Bible says the field is ready and white unto harvest. Why aren't there thousands getting saved? Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest will send forth laborers into his harvest. For many are at the table. It's nice to keep on eating God's blessings, right? But who's going to go into the field? It's us right here. The Wednesday night crowd. Amen? And we, God will do it with half of us if half gets revived. But I want everybody here get stirred up for God, lose pride, gain courage, lose that fear, and just preach the gospel to everybody. Get them saved. Get filled with the Spirit of God, and you'll see people saved. We're going to pray tonight. Um, when you're finished, uh, you can, you know, feel free to leave. But pray as long as you want. We're here to pray. You want to pray till midnight? Amen. You want to pray till Sunday? We'll order you a pizza. You can eat it while you're praying or whatever. You keep you going. But pray. We're here to pray. Tonight we're going to pray. If you pray a minute, praise God. If you pray an hour, praise God. But there's no rush. I do ask any of the children, please, if when you get done praying, do not make any noise, okay? Uh, we're going we're gonna to be here to pray. Keep all distractions down. We need to ask God for his help. Let's pray that the Holy Spirit will come down strong, that God will fill you with the Spirit of God, and that we will all uh, get revived tonight. All right, let's break up into our groups and let's pray. Ask God to do a work first in your heart and then in everybody else's.